Happy New Year, friends. This is the first episode of 2024, and I'm super excited about it. We're going to be talking about New Year, New Year, but probably not in the way that you've heard for the last week or so, and not in the way you think. Instead, Let's go counterculture and dig into what being new even means. Whether you've been a Christian your entire life or you were saved yesterday, hear this quick episode where I remind you what it is all about. So instead of new year, new you, how about new year, same God, surrendered you, or holy you, or I don't know, we'll figure it out, but let's get to it. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become like new. This is a scripture you've probably heard before, and I love it. In this scripture, the phrase, a new creature, refer refers to the transformation that occurs in a person like you and I when they when we choose to become a follower of Christ, right? It signifies a spiritual rebirth and a change in our behaviors, in our identity, and in our way of life. It's being born again. In Colossians 3.3, 3, it reiterates this fact, your old life is dead, period. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When we commit ourselves to Christ, we get to die. And I say get to, hear me, I say get to. We get to die to our old self and we become a new being. We get to get rid of all the things in our past and accept a new identity in him. You guys, that's good news. (laughs) Like that is good news. And I say get to because sometimes we don't want to. And sometimes we choose not to, but that's not how it works. So many times when people get saved for the first time, we get, you see it in them, right? You can see they're on fire. They want to go on a bullhorn. They want to tell every single person they've ever met that they've experienced this life transformation that is Christ in them, right? They're so excited. They're so hungry and they're so ready for change. They're just, they're on fire. I don't know how else to explain. They're on fire, right? And praise God for all of that. That is my favorite. It's my favorite to see just a baby Christian on fire because sometimes 
after a while, and not all the time, but sometimes the excitement dims. Maybe other people have dimmed it for us, like, hey, you don't have to talk about Jesus all the time, or hey, we don't talk to strangers like that, or we don't raise our hands during worship, or whatever, right? Or we found ourselves even those baby Christians fitting into the world around us, even the Christian world around us, right? We've noticed Well, George has been a Christian for 95 years and he doesn't, he's not excited. So I'll just calm down, right? Maybe even after a while, having a relationship with Jesus can sometimes feel like an accessory, a new handbag, someone we bring alongside us instead of live inside of us. We stop changing, we stop growing. We just go about our day-to-day business and bring God along for the ride. Unfortunately, scenarios like this are, they're normal. We lose the excitement. The fire dims. We're still saved, y'all. We're going to heaven. But man, we're busy. We got stuff to do. Maybe this sounds like something you've experienced once, or maybe your story sounds a little different. Maybe you can even feel in your heart right now that Holy Spirit is doing a little nudging. I get it. And before you click off this episode, because you're like, I don't need this vibe in my life, stay. (laughs) Stay with me. I have encouragement for you. But have you ever experienced or seen a scenario like that where you're so excited? Or maybe it's even after like a retreat or youth camp or whatever, right? You're on fire and then you're put back into like the real world and day-to-day life and your job and your duties and all the things, right? I get it. It's happened to me. I get it. I have encouragement for you. It doesn't have to stay this way. You do not need a new year or a new you to change your relationship with the Lord. Hear me. You don't need a new year, new year to change your relationship with the Lord. Amen. I will always be in your corner shouting here from the rooftops this simple fact. Jesus loves you and he wants abundantly more then you can ask, think, or imagine for your life. So whatever the situation you find yourself in today, the job, the family, the single season, the grief, the money issues, whatever it is, know and cling to he wants and has abundantly more for you. And that more, this ain't some prosperity gospel, friends. The more is found in Christ Jesus. The abundance of Christ that he has for you comes through his death on the cross, his resurrection, his taking the gates to hell, the keys to hell. All of that is for you. And it's so you could have freedom and peace and joy and unconditional love. And it's also for transformation. It's dying to ourselves, our habits, our addictions, our likes and our dislikes. And it's transforming all of that for his. We get to exchange our junk for his peace and joy and love and all the fruits of the spirit, right? We get to live a life with Jesus working inside of us. And maybe it's just me because I'm totally guilty of this, like a thousand percent. But January 1st is exciting. It's a new year, right? It brings up that excitement, this freshness, this newness. Oh, I'm going to do things differently next year. I'm going to change X, Y, Z this year. I need to set goals. I need to have a vision board. I need to make more money, lose weight, 
and I want to travel more, right? Whatever your list is, like fill in your own blank. That was mine. (laughs) But fill in your own. And why? Because I'm supposed to. It's a new year. I want next year to be better than last year. I want to change. I want to evolve. And maybe you're like me and you would never say evolve, but literally that's what we're doing with this. And so maybe you're even like, oh, what's the latest? I need the latest TikTok trend. I want to get famous. I want to grow my business. I want to make a lot of money. I want to do this with politics or sports or what, God, whatever, (laughs) guys, whatever it is, fill in the blank. But Jesus isn't like that. He never changes. He's a solid rock, a mighty fortress, our anchor in the storm. Scripture says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so while goal setting isn't bad, y'all, goal setting is good. Dreaming for the future isn't bad. It's good. And getting healthy is actually scriptural, right? But where where is God in all of it? Our goal list, where is he? Is he in the spiritual checklist? The start a new 365 Bible reading plan? Y'all, I'm not knocking you because I started one too. But where is God in your list? in your new year resolutions, in your goals, right? Where is he? Because we are starting this new year off where I want to lose five pounds. I want to do X, Y. I want to read my Bible every day. All great things. So good. Where is our posture in this? Where is he in this? We serve a God who we get to place our hope in, our goals in, our future in, because he's trustworthy. He's true. And he never changes. So while all those things are amazing and I love them, can we kick off 2024 with Jesus first? He's first on our goals list. He's first in any decision we make. He's the first person we ask and consult with about all of these goals. It's him, Jesus first and not friend and a checklist matter. Like number one is Jesus. Cool. Number two though is losing five pounds. No, 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 no. Life with God begins with the decision to choose God, choosing his ways, not our ways, his values, not the world's values, his wisdom, and not the trends of TikTok. In John 15, 16, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit and fruit that will last. Friends, that's us. He's talking to us. So, How about our big picture goal of 2024 is to fall more in love with Jesus every single day. That's Jesus first. That's it. That's the big picture. That's the list. And how does that like practically look? Because y'all still have goals. I get it. So if you're losing weight, instead of losing weight to be hot in that bikini, mama, hey, get it. Maybe we're losing weight. Let's lose weight to become a healthier version of this physical body to take care of the temple that the Lord has given me. And a bonus is I look good in a bikini, whatever your girl's not rocking a bikini anytime soon, but you get it right. If we want to read the Bible more reading the Bible every day, praise Jesus, please do that. But let's not just read it because it's a part of a Bible plan. Let's read it because we want to, we desire to, we want to meet with him and have conversation with him every single day. Whatever your goal is for the new year, let's start it with Jesus first and Jesus at the center of it. And when we do that, we get to operate from an identity that he has given us, right? 
our goals look different and we're like, hey, I want to lose weight to get in a bikini. Again, nothing wrong with that. That looks different. My heart posture for that looks different than I need to lose weight to take care of this body, to be healthy, to take care of the temple that he's given me so I can do more for him, right? The posture looks different. And so when we have Jesus first, we get to operate out of his identity, not remaking ourselves for culture, not staying on all the trends, his identity. And here's a reminder, friend, the identity that he has given you is something like this. You are loved. You are chosen. You are forgiven. You are redeemed. Whatever your story is, a family, you are adopted into his family. You are the daughter of the king. You are holy and set apart. You are a child of God. God has the best for his children. He offers you more than the world ever could. You are absolutely complete in his love. If you need a reminder of these, head to the website and download these cute little printables and hang them all over your house and your car and your mirrors and all the places. I'm serious. I legit do that. But as we walk through this year and we have him through this year, let's make falling in love with Jesus the goal. Because through that process is where sanctification happens. You want to see true change, true transformation. This is how it happens. You put him first and you fall in love more, fall more in love with him every single day. Because sanctification, remember guys, it's just the fancy word for it to be set apart um, or to be made holy. And it's the process of dying and rising of self-discipline and renewing the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul describes it as this, for we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Through God's sanctifying work in us, Christians, we begin to imitate Jesus and reveal characteristics that are consistent with him, right? This includes loving people. This includes loving yourself. How does this happen? I'm a firm believer that it happens literally. Sanctification happens the first way is by falling more in love with him. It is almost sounds too simple to be true. And I promise you we'll dig deeper into this on a future episode. But for now, can we just reevaluate our goals, the vision board, the checklist from January 1st? Can we look at that with a different heart posture through the lens of Christ? And can we make sure that it has God at the center of all of it, that it is created through my identity in him? Instead of jumping on the latest trends, which isn't all of you, but some, let's make our resolution to run after the God who has loved you from the start. God cares more about your heart and your relationship with him than your to-do list. And even if you've been walking with Christ your entire life, this new year is your time to fall head over heels in love with Jesus all over again. Guys, I hear it from women frequently, a lot in the last probably six months, which is why we're, we're having a new focus on discipleship here. But is that like, well, I just, I'm not on fire for him anymore. I'm so old, yet I'm still new in my faith. I'm not discipling. I'm not meeting with him every day. I'm so busy. You guys, I understand and hear all of this. 
all of this. But this year is the time to fall head over heels in love with Jesus all over again. He wants you. He's calling you back to himself. And here's the deal, friend. You don't need a January 1st or a next Monday to start. You can start right now, today, whenever you're listening to this episode. Make a decision to put Jesus first as this new year begins. And so in the beginning, I had said, well, maybe instead of new year, new year, new you, it's like same God, new year, same God. Maybe it's a surrendered you. Maybe falling more in love with God looks like I have to die to myself more. I have to surrender everything. Uh, Maybe it's discipline, right? Maybe I need more discipline to do that. Fill in your own word. But same God. Isn't that so cool? We get to serve a God who doesn't change. He's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Friends, I am praying for you. I'm excited for you. I We're going to do this together. And so if you are like, yes, heck yes, then share this episode. Send it to a girlfriend for accountability. And so y'all can, can make this your goal together. Also, make sure you're in the Facebook group because we're going to be talking a lot about this. And if you are curious about discipleship, I'm encouraging you to get on the wait list. Head to theabundantwoman.co slash discipleship. I'll put the links below too. But we're going to be starting, I'm creating a discipleship program that is for you. It's for the woman who wants to dig deeper, who wants to be discipled, and who wants accountability um, together, intentionally together. All right? I love you. Let's kick off this year different than any other year we've ever had. Yes. Amen. Let's get it, friends. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community, going after Jesus, and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.